Welcome to Today in the Word with Pastor Bob Larson of Calvary Chapel Caldwell. Pastor Bob will be with us in just a few minutes, but first we'd like to let you know that Calvary Chapel is located on the corner of 10th and Everett, across from the library in downtown Caldwell. We have two Sunday morning services at 9.30 and 11.30. If you prefer Saturday nights, we have a Saturday night service at 7 p.m. We also have a midweek service Wednesday night at 7 p.m. You can watch Today in the Word on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. on ABC Channel 6.1. Join us as we broadcast Calvary Chapel Caldwell's Sunday morning church services, where Pastor Bob teaches you how to apply the truths in your Bible to your everyday experiences so that you might enjoy a better life. It's very important to know God's Word. And you, you might say, well, Pastor Bob, it, I, I try to read the Bible. It's hard for me to understand. Well, that's what this whole section is about, right? That's why you come to church. It says in verse 11, he gave some to be apostles and prophets and some evangelists, some pastors and teachers for the equipping of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. That's one great reason to come to church because God has gifted people with the gift of teaching to teach the scriptures in a way that people can understand it and apply it to their lives. And that, that's why it's so important to go to church. Now, if someone says, well, I go to church and I don't understand what the pastor says. He's so smart. I don't understand anything he's talking about. We need to find a different church. Right? I mean, uh, and that is important because God wants you to be growing. That's the purpose of the church. That's why God created the church. That's why he tells us to go to church in Hebrews 10, 25, not forsaking the assembling of yourselves together, right? So he's saying we need to be going to church. Why? Because we should be learning, right? And he says in verse 13, till we all come to the unity of the faith and the knowledge of the Son of God, to a perfect man, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Now, what does that mean, perfect man? Does that mean if you come to church enough, you're going to get perfect? No, it's not talking about that. It, it, means, it means fully mature, right? A perfect man, it, it could be uh, described as a mature person. And the purpose of the church is to bring believers into spiritual maturity in their walk with the Lord. And spiritual maturity is not based on how long you've gone to church. A lot of people go to church and they know stuff, but they don't do anything. And so the Bible is not an instruction manual for just intellectual learning, but it is for life and every aspect of life. And so Paul, when he wrote to the Christians in 1 Corinthians 3, 1, he said, and brethren, I could not speak to you as spiritual people, but as carnal, as the babes in Christ. I fed you with milk and not with solid food, for until now you are not able to receive it, and even now you are still not able. He's saying to those Corinthian Christians, they were very carnal, very selfish. Uh, he's saying, look, I can't give you the deep things, the, you know, meat of the word because you're babies and and what did the bible say the meat of the word is doing it right so uh they couldn't handle the truth they got upset easily like little babies paul said in second timothy 3 16 all scripture is given by inspiration of god and and here's what god's given us the bible for it's profitable for doctrine so you know cor correct doctrine reprove that means for correction we all need to be corrected for instruction in righteousness what is righteousness what's right what's wrong that the man of god may be complete now that word complete is the same word which means fully mature right god's word corrects us teaches us right and wrong and that helps us to grow and to become a mature believer and you might say well pastor how do i know if i'm growing spiritually well i'm glad you asked because he tells us in the next verse verse 13 he says to the perfect man, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. In other words, Jesus is our model, and that's where God wants to take us, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. And that means that God wants us to become more like him, right? That he wants to transform us, and God's word transforms us. David prayed in Psalm 17. He said, I shall be satisfied when I awake 
in your likeness, right? David loved God. He, he wanted to have those attributes of God in his life. First John 3, 2, he said, Beloved, now we are children of God, and it has not been revealed what we will be, but we know that when he is revealed, we shall be like him, right? That's what God wants to do in us. And I love that. When God is finished with his work in my life here on this earth, then I'm going to be like Jesus, right? What did Jesus say in Matthew 20? Uh, there he said about himself, whoever desires to become great among you, let him be your servant. Just as the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life a ransom for many. That's Jesus' description of himself. The Son of Man didn't come to, to be served, but to serve others and give his life a ransom for many. And see, what God wants to work in our lives is to help us to be less selfish and more giving and more kind and more generous and more gentle, all those things. Now, I love that because when you come to church and you think, what is God going to do in my life? Well, everything that's good for you and the people around you. And so he says in verse 15, but speaking the truth in love may grow up in all things into him who is the head Christ. So the purpose of the church is to help us, help believers to grow up spiritually. And as you go to church and the word of God is taught, if you allow it to work in your soul and accomplish its purposes, and you pray, Lord, how do I apply this to my life? And you begin to put those principles into practice that you're learning, it's going to cause you to grow spiritually, right? Because you're going to be putting it into practice. And 2 Timothy 3.16, all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, reproof, correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete. So you want to be mature spiritually, right? Come to church, take it in, Put it into practice. Lord, how can I put this into practice? When you come to church and you're hearing the Bible taught, you should be praying, Lord, how can I put that into practice in my life? Lord, how can I, you know, whatever it is that we're learning, right? In verse 16, he says, from whom the whole body joined and knit together, and he's talking about the church, by what every joint supplies, according to the effective working by which every part does its share, causes growth of the body for the edifying of itself in love. So the church is the body of Christ. That's what the Bible says. And as members, we come together in, uh, to church, right? And we should be thinking about edifying and building up one another in the church. When you come to church, we should be thinking, hey, how can I edify my church family, right? How can I be encouraging people, right? As you step out and say, Lord, I want to be part of the body. I want to do those things that you've created me to do. And, a, you know, that is really a biblical definition of how we should see ourselves coming to church. Now, as we come to church together, we should be thinking that. Lord, how can I edify? How can I build others up? What have you gifted me with? Whatever it is, right? And, you know, some people have the gift of giving, and we love that. Like some people, uh, they're good, and they, you know, they help support the church financially. Now, he goes on to say in Hebrews 10, 25, and let us consider one another in order to stir up love and good work. So that is what we should be thinking when we come to church. Now, the non-biblical definition of how we should see ourselves, and, and <clears throat> for those who don't have a correct view of how they see church, that they come to church just looking for fault, ready to criticize, right? I mean, the people that just come to church and they're just looking for something wrong. Hey, that third song you sang, who wrote it? Did they go to a wacko church? Are they right on? You know, I mean, it's like, I don't know who wrote it. Do you know who wrote it? No, but you should. I'm like, what? I mean, it's like, uh, right? But here's the thing. There are people who think they have the gift of criticism, right? But we know who, somebody already has that title, right? You know who it is, right? The Bible says, who is it that accuses the brethren night and day, right? It's Satan. And in life, you'll always find people who are very skilled at tearing things down, and you'll also find people who are skilled at building things up. Now, when you think about the purpose of the church, it's to build people up. And so you're becoming one or the other. 
You're either someone who builds people up or tears people down. There are some people that leave the place worse than when they arrived, right? And there are people that leave the place better than when they arrived. Now, that applies to every area of life, at work, at home, at school, at church. (coughs) Excuse me. Uh, You know, life is full of people who make things worse and full of people who make things better. And the question is, what kind of person do you want to be, right? I mean, you could ask yourself, what kind of person are you becoming? Because all of us are becoming someone. And as a church family, we're to be building each other up. <coughs> Excuse me. And that, and that is really the purpose of the church, to build each other up. And I love our church because there are so many people that use their gifts to encourage people. There are people that have the gift of encouragement, right? And there are people who have the gift of teaching. We have, we have hundreds of Sunday school teachers, and, and we have small groups and youth group and uh, men's Bible study and ladies Bible study and so many people involved with all those things. We have outreach ministries. We have radio and television and we put our sermons on TV and the radio and people hear it and see it and get saved and lives get changed. And, you know, we have people going to schools and doing Bible studies at the elementary schools. And all of those things are part of the normal Christian life. So if someone asks you, why should you go to church? Well, some things you can tell them is to grow spiritually, to be equipped to accomplish God's purposes. That's where you're going to be equipped to become what God's called you to be. Uh, to learn how to build each other up in love. That's not the default, right? People don't know how to build each other up, but we learn in church. To contribute to the work of the kingdom of God. Another reason to come to church is to be transformed from the inside. Right? As you come to church, the Bible says the word of God doesn't return void. That it accomplishes its purposes. That God's word goes in us and transforms us and changes us. Now, I'm here today because of all the things we talked about. I just went to church, sat in the back row, and didn't talk to any church people because I thought, these people are weird. And so I'd sit in the back. I'd come late, so then I didn't have to talk to the greeter. And I'd leave early, so I didn't have to talk to anybody. And I just came and took in the word. And I remember sitting back there thinking, man, this is weird. I think I'm losing my mind. I think I'm going to have to see a psychiatrist. I'm beginning to think that I should love people and help people. I'm like, what is wrong with me? And then I remember talking to someone at a Bible study, and they're like, Bob, that's what Jesus wants to do. He wants you to love people and help people and, and be gentle and kind. I'm like, I don't know if I can do that. <laughs> but the good news is that he's the one that puts in us both to will and to do for his good pleasure, right? And so church is a great place. Now, here's the thing. Our society wants to keep people from going to church, wants people to be carnal and selfish. And so we've now changed everything we can. Now we put every sport we can on Wednesday night so people don't come to church on Wednesday. We've done everything we can do to get people not to come to church on Sunday. We have football on Sunday morning, pros and Pop Warner and soccer. And it's just like society. Do you realize that in America that almost every store was closed on Sunday because our country said God is first and we need to go to church on Sunday. You couldn't hardly go to a store on Sunday, right? Some of you can remember. Some of you young people are like, what? (laughs) Was the Apple store closed on Sunday? (laughs) There was no Apple store, right? But the reality is, is that the enemy doesn't want you to go to church. He doesn't want you to grow and he doesn't want you to accomplish God's purposes. Well, then what does he want? He wants you to be selfish, self-centered, do your own thing and just not be part of the work of God helping people into eternity, right? But here's the thing. God wants you to grow spiritually, and he wants to equip you. He wants to accomplish great things in your life, and that's what he's talking about in verse 11, Ephesians 4, where he says, for he himself gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors and teachers for the equipping of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come to the unity of the faith of the knowledge of the Son of God, to a perfect man, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you for your word. We thank you, Lord, that you've given us the church. 
And Lord, we thank you for all the churches in our country that are teaching the Bible. And we pray, Lord, that you help each one of us to have a strong passion in our hearts to want to accomplish the things that you've created us to do, to use the gifts that you've given us to edify the body of Christ, to build one another up. Lord, help us to grow in our ability to stir up love and good works, to encourage people to use the resources that you've given us <coughs> to further your kingdom, to be a light in our world. Lord, there's so much darkness. Lord, we want to be light for you. So we pray, Lord, that you help us as a church to be a bright light in our community for you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us for Today in the Word. We'd like to share with you a couple of things that are going on here at Calvary Chapel. We would like to tell you a little bit about our Pure Word ministry. Pure Word is a ministry that helps people with life-controlling issues such as alcohol, drug, and pornography addiction. Jesus said, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Our desire is to help people break free from the heavy yoke of life controlling issues. Pure Word meets every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. here at Calvary Chapel Caldwell. For more information, call 453-9653 or visit us on the web at calvarycaldwell.com. Calvary Chapel Caldwell would like to invite you to our Saturday night service at 7 p.m. This is an alternative for those who cannot make it to our Sunday morning services. Like us on Facebook at Calvary Chapel Caldwell or check out our website at calvarycaldwell.com. You can watch Today in the Word on Sunday mornings at 10.30 a.m. on The CW, Channel 2.2. Join us as we broadcast Calvary Chapel Caldwell's Sunday morning church services where Pastor Bob teaches you how to apply the truth in your Bible to your everyday experiences so that you might enjoy a better life. If you would like a copy of Pastor Bob's message today in its entirety, you can call us at 208-453-9653 during the hours of 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. If you're not currently attending a church and are in the Caldwell area, we'd like to invite you to one of our services. We're located on the corner of 10th and Everett, right across from the library in downtown Caldwell. You can also visit us on the web at calvarycaldwell.com. If Today in the Word is ministered to you and you would like to support this radio outreach ministry, we encourage you to pray for us. You can also partner with us financially. Simply visit calvarycaldwell.com to make a donation. Thank you for joining us for Today in the Word. May the Lord bless you, and may you have a great day. Today is the day.